Hey folks, welcome to the Baseball Rewind. We bring you baseball facts, stories, and sprinkle in game highlights and interviews about the highlighted player. On February 7th, 2019, Hall of Famer Frank Robinson, who was a member of the 500 Home Run Club, Triple Crown winner, the first player to win the MVP award in both leagues, and had the distinction of becoming the first African-American manager in Major League Baseball history, passes away at the age of 83 in Los Angeles, California. He was also a senior executive for Major League Baseball and was still serving as the honorary president of the American League at the time of his passing. Robinson, not always talked about as much as I feel like he should be, is truly one of the greatest players in Major League Baseball history. Uh, He was an all-star in 12 seasons. He won the two MVP awards, and I already mentioned the Triple Crown. He won that in 1966. Uh, He won the National League Rookie of the Year in 1956. He won a Gold Glove Award in 58. Robbie played on five World Series teams. Uh, Two world champions, the 66 and 70 Baltimore Orioles, where he picked up the World Series MVP award in 1966. And he also played on the 1961 Cincinnati Reds, the 1969 Baltimore Orioles, who lost to the Miracle Mets, and the 71 Orioles that lost to the Pirates. Now, his uh, uniform number 20 is retired by the Orioles, the Cincinnati Reds, and the Cleveland Indians. So he was elected into Baseball's Hall of Fame in 1982 on 89% of the ballots. And I always wonder, don't you as a fan wonder what the 11% of the people were thinking? I mean, what is the reasoning behind not voting for Frank Robinson? He's clearly one of the 100 best players that ever played the game. Um, You know, he was a dominant player in his era and there was no doubt he was going into the Hall of Fame. I, I just into this logic, and I get it. It went back in time. Where was he first ballot, second ballot? And none of that stuff matters. I've been to Cooperstown, a, you know, hundreds of times. And it, when I go in to look at the plaques, I don't think about when was he voted in and what committee was he voted in or whatever. I just know that he was a Hall of Famer and he was in, you know, he was elected in. And I just don't understand that logic. But anyways. Besides his uh, prominent playing career, which we've just mentioned, you know, it's really notable that uh, he became the first black manager in Major League Baseball history in 1975 with the Cleveland Indians. Um, And he did win. He was a manager for many years, and he won the American League Manager of the Year Award in 1989 with the same team he won um, two World Series championships with, the Baltimore Orioles. And overall, during his amazing 21-year uh, playing career, uh, he compiled 2,943 hits, hit 586 home runs, 528 doubles, stole over 200 bases, had 1,812 RBIs, scored 1,829 runs, he walked 1,420 times, he had a 294 batting average, a 389 on on-base percentage, and a 537 slugging percentage, which make up his 926 OPS. Things about Robinson, he was, uh, he was presented uh, the Presidential uh, Medal of Freedom by uh, President George W. Bush on November 9th in 2005. And on May 27, 2017, a statue in his likeness was unveiled outside of Progressive Field, notated that he was the first African-American manager in uh, Major League Baseball history. And here's a quote from Robinson. Uh, I don't want people to say Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, and Hank Aaron in one breath, and in the next, Frank Robinson. I want them to say Mantle, Mays, Aaron, and Robinson in the same breath. Frank said that in 1967. 
And Jim Bouton uh, in Ball Four, <laughs> he, um, he certainly was a character. And if you've never read Ball Four, I would uh, highly recommend it. He said, uh, going over hitters, it was decided that we should pitch Frank Robinson underground. And he also wrote when he was warming up in a bullpen, uh, when a fan leaned out and said, hey, Jim, how do you pitch to Frank Robinson? I told him the truth reluctantly. So I'm going to play you an interview um, that Frank Robinson gave. This was uh, before the World Series Championships. It was 1963, and it's an interview done by Nell Russell. Uh, and during that interview, uh, it was revealed, and this was something that you know you learn when you're researching these players. Something that he actually played on the same high school basketball team as Bill Russell. So it's a fun interview, um, and it dates up back all the way to 1963. I hope you enjoy it, um, and you can check out Frank Robinson's highlight reel over at VintageBaseballReflections.com. Uh, you could you could listen to the World Series that he's played in in 66, 69, 70, 71, and with the Cincinnati Reds in 1961. All those games are available over at VintageBaseballReflections.com. And in the Cincinnati Reds and Baltimore Orioles um, team, team sections, you can find highlight reels um, for Frank as well. So I hope you go over there, check out VintageBaseballReflections.com, and, and enjoy it. Without further ado, here's the interview. Folks, before we jump into today's highlights, I just have to ask you, do you want to put 50 years of baseball history in your pocket? I know what you're thinking, it's not going to fit, but it really will because it's all in audio format. These are lost pieces of baseball history told to you from baseball cathedrals. They're, they're told to you by icons of the game from Red Barber, Ernie Howell, to Harry Carey. I get goosebumps personally listening to these games and even thinking about the interviews and what these players are going to share with me. I know what you're thinking. Is this AI? Are there bots? Is there some magic potion here that are making these things appear? And I'm telling you, they're not. These games are real. They were done by real people at that specific moment in time. All the iconic moments, the interviews, none of it's reproduced, none of it's AI. It's all real, but done again by real people. If you want to check them out, uh, there's a free intro offer. Jump on over to VintageBaseballReflections.com. And there's over 2,500 audio clips and games for you to put in your pocket, take on walks with you, hang around the fireplace and listen, put them on the porch, invite some friends over. However you want to listen, you're going to be able to listen in these amazing moments in baseball history. Use this coupon this day. For a special gift at the checkout. A former basketball teammate of Russell's at McClyman's High School in Oakland worked out today at the Cincinnati Reds training camp in Tampa, Florida. That former teammate is Frank Robinson, 27-year-old star outfielder whose new $60,000 contract makes him the highest paid player in Reds history. This afternoon, Reds manager Fred Hutchinson said, quote, Robbie isn't just a good ball player. He's one of the greatest in the history of the game. There isn't anything he doesn't do well, unquote. Today, Robinson was asked how he would advise a youngster who sought his advice on hitting. I'll try not to copy anyone, be themselves naturally. Get a bat that feels good to them and get in the batter's box, take a good na- uh, stance, real loose, be up there, and uh, try not to overswing. They don't have to swing from the end of the bat either. They can choke up on the bat and still hit the long ball or the home run as uh, kids try to do. And... Uh, that's all I say. Try not to copy one. As long as you can be yourself, you'll be that much better off. 
He was asked the same question about fielding. Fielding, I'd say get a glove that's big enough for the outfield, not one of the smaller infield gloves, and uh, think ahead. Think uh, if the ball is hit to me, what am I going to do with it before it's uh, hit to you? And if it is hit to you, you'll react automatically. Finally, Robinson was asked what Bill Russell was like in high school. He was a real good defensive player in uh, high school. He was six, seven and a half, and that was real big for high school then. Um, he was a little awkward around, you know, trying to score and moving around the floor, but he was a real good defensive ball player then. You could see that he was going to be a real good ball player once he had his coordination and everything down. His first year in uh, college, he really came on like a house of fire. Everything uh, clicked and uh, from there, he just went to, the sky was the limit for him. 